You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another week of Guess How You're Going to Be Paid. It was only a week ago during last week's podcast that we were talking about the job support scheme in brackets open or mark two, having replaced the job support scheme in brackets mark one or closed. Neither of which have started because the open job support scheme was due to start on the 1st of November. And here we are a week later now talking about the job support scheme Mark 2 having been pushed back and workers now being allowed to remain on the original coronavirus job retention scheme, which is more commonly known as furlough. On the 31st of October 2020, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, announced that a national lockdown would commence on Thursday the 5th of November. Now, the reason why the lockdown starts on a Thursday rather than just starting it on a Monday, for example, is because the House, as it's called, or Parliament by its real name, needs to vote on the new arrangements and that vote will be taken during the parliamentary sitting on Wednesday. Now, traditionally, Wednesdays are reserved for Prime Minister's questions. However, we don't know whether that will still go ahead, but what we do know is that Parliament will vote on the Prime Minister's decision to impose a national lockdown and to also step back the job support scheme and instead continue with the coronavirus job retention scheme, which is the old furlough scheme. And to be fair, we don't expect Parliament to vote against this particular decision because, well, the furlough scheme is the most generous financial scheme that's in place to support workers who are forced to remain at home under lockdown conditions because of COVID. Now, the old furlough scheme is more generous. Under the job support scheme, Mark Two employees would have been entitled to between 67% and 73% of their full pay. And for that, you would have had to work 20% of your normal working hours. The furlough scheme had been due to end on the 31st of October 2020 and be replaced by the job support scheme. However, Now, the government guidance states that the furlough scheme will be extended until December, in inverted commas, and the introduction of the job support scheme will be delayed and will likely come into operation immediately after the end of the second national lockdown restrictions. So where we are now is that the furlough scheme continues as normal from the 1st of November 2020 and will revert to how it has been working since August 2020. So the key features of the furlough scheme that you need to be aware of, particularly if you're moving into furlough for the first time, is that your employer will be reimbursed up to 80% of your salary for the hours that you are not able to work 
up to a maximum of £2,500 per month. And that 80% has to be paid to you. Your employer can get a grant from the government to meet this salary payment. And when making a claim, your employer will have to report any hours that you've actually worked and the usual hours that you would be expected to work. And this will need to be done for every pay period your employer claims for. And so, under the new furlough scheme, you can still do work for the employer, but the employer must declare how much work you have done, and this has to be done for every pay period that your employer claims for. Under the furlough scheme, whatever salary your employer claims on your behalf must be paid to you in full. Your employer can then top up your salary to bring it nearer to 100% of your pay, but this is entirely at the gift of the employer to do so and is not a requirement of the furlough scheme. Your employers must still pay employers national insurance contributions and pension contributions for all monies paid to you. Now, your employer can put you on furlough for either full-time hours or flexible hours. And what we are still waiting to find out is whether your employer will be expected to pay for all of the hours that you work. Because originally, under the old furlough scheme, you could not work any hours at all. But there is a bit more flexibility here, as has just been mentioned. You will never receive more than 80% of your salary under furlough. But that 80% of your salary could be made up of your employer paying you for some working hours and the government paying you the rest under furlough. But your employer has to declare how much of the time you have worked and how much of the time the government is being asked to pay for. The key thing for you to remember is that before your employer places you on furlough for either all of your full-time hours or some form of flexible hours, your employer must agree that change with you in writing and you have to consent to being placed on furlough. And you have to consent to the hours you will be working under furlough. Your employer will know this because this is a condition your employer accepts as part of the grant your employer obtains to fund the 80% of your salary. So you can't just be placed on furlough without your consent. A discussion needs to take place with you and you should know the terms of the furlough agreement that applies to you. So make a note of that and that becomes an area that you can complain about if you're not treated fairly. Now, to be eligible to receive furloughed salaries, you must be an employee and you must have been on your employer's payroll, that's the PAYE payroll, by 11.59pm on the 30th of October 2020. As an employee, you can be on any type of contract to qualify to be furloughed. The key is that you are an employee. You also don't need to have been on the previous furlough scheme to qualify for entry onto this current furlough scheme. 
The key is your eligibility and you're eligible by virtue of you being an employee. Now, whilst you won't notice any difference in your furloughed pay, the furlough scheme has become more generous for your employer. Under the old furlough scheme, which ran from August 2020, your employer would have had to top up your wages by 20% and the government would then have topped up your wages by a further 60% and that made the 80%. Under the new furlough, the government will be picking up the full 80% of the cost of your wages, but your employer will still have to pay pension and national insurance contributions for the money you are paid. Finally, there are two key points we want to remind you about. Firstly, be sure to note that for the month you are on furlough, you are entitled to accrue annual leave. And what this means is that you are entitled to annual leave earned, even though you are not at work. So if you work full time, even if you are on furlough and you are asked to remain at home, you should still accrue two and a half days annual leave, which is the statutory minimum. Obviously, if your employer works an enhanced holiday scheme, then you may be entitled to a little more. But you should still earn an additional two and a half days annual leave if you work full time. If you work part time, then you will earn the equivalent pro rata amount. So you need to be sure that the annual leave is added to your annual leave for the remainder of the current leave year. You also need to remember that you have two years to take any annual leave which you have had to carry forward because of COVID. You can carry over up to four weeks of annual leave and you have two years to take that leave. The second point to note is that whilst on furlough, you are also entitled to accrue tenure. This means that you continue to accrue length of service. Now, this might not seem like much, but it's vital if you have less than two years of service, because it's only after two years of full continuous service that you're entitled to full employment rights, which includes the right to claim unfair dismissal and full redundancy rights. So pay close attention to this point in particular, especially if you're nearing that two-year mark during this new lockdown period. And that's it for this week. Really short and to the point, since much of this information you will have heard before. Like we said last week, this is a fast-moving situation that seems to change every week, with something being added or refined to the government schemes to top up your wages. All we can say is that we will try to bring you the simplified version of whatever changes the government is proposing. And we'll try to bring that either in particular podcast episodes or we'll tag it on to the end of other podcast episodes if the changes are minor. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can keep in touch with those changes as they happen. 
We hope you found something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. And please remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content, subscribing to the podcast and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. We'd love you to share your views with us and tell us what you think about the podcast. And don't forget that you can refer to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast for any additional help you may need. Just scroll down to the bottom of the show note, press see more, and you'll find links to additional support in those show notes. Until next week, thanks again for listening, and we'll see you here next week. Bye for now.